Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures this year. They're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hi guys, welcome back to Creative Playing Podcast, and today we are doing RPG a Day 2021. Make sure you, when if you hashtag it, you actually put hashtag RPG a Day 2021. And today's word, drumroll please, is tactic. And of course, there are uh, three other possibilities: risk, support, image. Um, so if you roll an eight-sided die, you can say, "Guess what? It came up tactic." <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, what okay. would you like? To, what when when you hear the uh, the word tactic, what do you think of? When I hear the word tactic, I think good or bad tactic, <laughs> like bad tactics of splitting the party. Oh yeah, that 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 is like the one of the worst. Actually, no, I have to disagree. It's not always the worst. There was a time I was with the group and I was playing a character that had been cursed with lycanthropy and the whole they they decided the best tactic would be to go ahead, they would go on without me and leave me the way rat to fight two ettins. And the reason why is because their their tactic was that since I was a lycanthrope and at the time the rules, you know, uh, were that I could only be hit with a magic weapon or a silver weapon. And they had clubs. So they went off without me to let me to kill the, the two Ettons, which because, of course, they couldn't lay a finger on me. It's a good tactic. I mean, yeah, props the, on that one. I did actually manage to catch up to them uh, after a while, but uh, that was interesting. I mean, the tactic was sound, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it was awfully lonely. <laughs> and then part of it, I actually had to leave the room because the GM was like, nope, you're not here. Go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> But and so trying to find them was confusing. They they hadn't thought the t- the tactics hadn't gone that far. Um, but eventually the character did catch up with them. <laughs> they they figured they would leave you a trail of corpses to follow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and the funny thing was this character was also cursed with insanity. So um, he had a split personality. Um, so every so often the DM would roll a die and a different character would come up. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, needless to say, I did get cured of the insanity. I actually rolled a natural 100 when I was praying to my God. You prayed to pray. Yes, I did. And sure enough, um, he's like, okay, you, you can pray. You know, it's like, you got to get a natural 100. And I, did it was awesome. it was so amazing um so the god wouldn't cure me of both but he did cure me of the insanity he's like you got a choice which one do you want yeah uh, so uh, i i stuck with the lycanthropy of the were rat um uh but he did cure the insanity so that was nice after all there has been many people that use the tactic of intentionally getting infected with lycanthropy well, yeah, that this character did not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see that—that's the D and D of 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 yonder years, where you know mummies touched strained levels, and you know werewolves were different back then. Things have changed since since, since then. Yeah, this was quite some time ago. But D and D, all the well, pretty much every RPG is uh, pretty important to use sound tactics, and sometimes it can be fun to not do good tactics. I mean, we've all had those characters that that Han Solo that shit, you know, where it's <laughs> they, they kind of throw it in the air and go go as the need pulls them, even when it's bad tactics of I chase the stormtroopers down the hallway, and then roll despair and find reinforcements. Or then you run into something with pack tactics and you're like, mm-hmm. I will throw out from the GM's point of view, make sure that your monsters and creatures, when it is sound, use sound tactics. But don't be a jerk and make sure sometimes that you guys are not using, uh, as I call it, the Negan tactics, where they're unfallible because they know every plan the players are making. Let your let your bad guys set a tactic and stick with it. If the players do something cool, they need to be rewarded for doing something cool. It's one of those where it's not your job to beat them in the game. So make sure that if your guards are using the tactics of standing there saying no blades, no bows, and they're stripping weapons from people walking up, you hid shit in the wagon. And if you successfully hid your stuff in the wagon, you get to bring those weapons in. Or if you're really smart, you smuggled them in casks of booze or something <laughs> different. So that way if they have, the players have good tactics, reward them for that. Because that's one of those things that your players are thinking about it. They're actually injecting cool ideas and concepts and that alone is a great tactic at your game table to get your players immersed and involved yeah or dress up the halfling like uh, in a cloak and try and hide the fact that they're a halfling and not a goblin and then teach them <laughs> goblinese where you think you're saying yes ma- yes sir or yes commander and it's really i'm a pretty princess <laughs> you be See, gob. that's a good tactic throw mud on the halfling's face disguise him <laughs> as a goblin i mean no offense, Tolkien did it. Why can't everybody else? <laughs> yes, but you kind of ruin the effect when you give her the wrong line. <laughs> Not when it's the hobgoblin looking at the the rest of them going, he's the goblin's crazy. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay. Hitting the head I'm a pretty princess. 
<laughs> and to think that that tactic became a bonding thing amongst the groups, see? <laughs> True. Because <laughs> we were leading the prisoners. <laughs> we pulled the Chewbacca with the, the handcuffs. He's like, the prisoners. <laughs> the prisoners, air quote, with the loosely hanging chains. Yeah. You sly dog. You pulled the Chewbacca. <laughs> and again. It worked. <laughs> rewarding good tactics if if your players are willing to use good tactics that's one thing i like with fifth edition is you can now give advantage so you can actually tactically give them a boost with good tactics you know if your players use a duck blind to attack their enemy with advantage boom you're rewarding immediately rewarding them with you get the better of two dice i hope they come up once <laughs> gm curse yeah, no, that's happened to me <laughs> repeatedly. But it is nice, you know, when good tactics get rewarded so that way they use them again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when bad tactics are used, you make sure that there's consequences for bad tactics. <laughs> Encourages them to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. Sadly, last, uh, you know, our Thursday night game that we don't stream or podcast one of our players got a captain to surrender their boat, but started acting very petulant and started threatening people. That was a bad tactic because he was going to work with the player's group because they killed the evil wizards on board who hired them. And they were sticking their hands out saying, if you pay us, we'll do, we'll do the same thing for you. And they started saying, you'll do it or you'll die. Uh. And you can't tell a bunch of hardworking merchants you know, merchant uh, captains to the, the they're gonna take you on an adventure for free, or a bunch of sailors that they're gonna work for free. That's a bad tactic. Yeah, that is. And unfortunately, uh, it, it turned into something completely different than what it was going to be that night. But again, good tactics, bad tactics. It makes it makes story happen. True. And again. Letting story happen is a good tactic on its own. Because while my group was messing around with the merchant marine ship that they captured, the real bad guys escaped. <laughs> so uh, I think that uh, adds up the, the tactics for the day. Unless you have something else you'd like to throw out there for tactic? No, I think, uh, I think we've covered it uh, initially there. Okay, so we'll say that that's a good uh, time for the tactic of strategic withdrawal, because the uh, next day We're just is just advancing in a different direction. <laughs> because the next day is already drawing its weapon, which is August the fourth. Weapon. You you know you're gonna have something sharp to say about that. Uh, <laughs> or I can be very blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, thank you for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with August the 4th Weapon. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network, and feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. <laughs>